<laughs> Welcome everybody to the Can't Tell Us Nothing show. What up? Yeah, yeah the sound you're hearing right now are the sounds that can't tell us nothing. An improv group out of Houston, Texas, baby. H-Town holding it Tan. down. <laughs> In the group of Can't Tell Us Nothing, you have four wonderful individuals. One of those people are named Tandy. Say something. Sandy. (laughs) Another one is John. What's happening? What's happening? Amici is the third. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. And then myself, Antoine. Like I said, we are an improv group out of Houston, Texas. And what is the Can't Tell Us Nothing show? The Can't Tell Us Nothing show is a show where we take opinions, discussion, topics, turn that into improv scenes right on the spot. And then get back into the discussion. We just make up the scene. It'll have characters. It'll have plot. It'll have twists and turns. And then we'll jump back to the conversation. You'll get it. Uh, today, what? Uh, I was actually pondering a few things. And actually regarding sports. Sports is in a weird place right now. People are playing in bubbles. If you watch it, to me, it looks like they're playing on an alien ship where they're trying to imitate what sports used to look like. Um, but... <laughs> I uh, I know John and Amici were, or or are big sports fans, right? You played sports in your youth. Uh, you you watch it. You know a lot about it. I only do like fancy football with some buddies, but um, I you oh, when you, I brought you it, do, you, you do fantasy football. I still do fan, fantasy oh, football. Okay. Is probably the only reason I watch football. Oh, Other okay. than that, I, I don't really pay much. I, I yeah. don't pay much attention now, but yeah, fantasy even football. So. I think uh, fantasy football was like the second biggest integration of new fans from the, uh, in the NFL, probably since black people was able to play. You think? You think if there was a timeline, it was one major bullet. <laughs> More people watching. Black people got into the sports. A whole bunch of people started watching, and then when fantasy football came out. Even more, mm. yeah. As a ex football player, fantasy football was a trip to me. Uh, but I actually enjoyed it more than I did Madden for mm. whatever reason. And I was a huge Madden player; like it was a big thing. Um, but Madden the video game, right? Madden the video game, and fantasy football actually broke down the walls that I had about being. A f- fans to the teams that I was. So like my football NFL team was like the Steelers. Mm-hmm. And it was only really because I was secretly a Steelers fan only because everybody in Ohio was either a Browns or a Bengal fan. Mm-hmm. And both of those teams historically were ass butter. Horrible. So um, when they would play the Steelers, this black and yellow team, I would see everybody getting so excited about them and then the Steelers just beat the hell out of them. So I'm like, why are we cheering for them? We cheering for us. You know, cheering for the winners, right? Like, come on, man. Like, I'm not that um, that crazy. Um, but fantasy football broke that because, as you've seen, Antoine, fantasy football, you get a player that you like, and then that player goes out, and you can win a game based on how well that player does. If that player is on one of your favorite teams or is going against your favorite team, now you are hoping that your favorite player, their player on your team, does an unreal amount of job, like an unheard of type of game, would also allow your favorite team to win. Yeah. 
Seems like a paradox of crazy football. <laughs> and in, in a way, like playing fantasy football made me less of a fan of the NFL. Because okay. mm-hmm. when I, uh, maybe less of a fan of a, a team, specific team. Uh, when I was in college in Alabama, I didn't have a team, and my friends would watch the NFL. And I was like, "Someone, just just give me a team. Give, give me any team. I, I'll I'll support that team." And they gave me the Saints, who were like the worst team at the time. Could hardly win a game. And within a couple of years, they won the Super Bowl. I think that's the coming <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. And my friends, my friends, my friend who gave me the, the Saints is a Texans fan. They haven't won the Super Bowl yet. So, mm-hmm. you know, karma. Um, <laughs> karma. Yeah. It is. It's really karma. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, it, it's weird, like, cheering for a guy playing against your team. You want him to do very, really well, but you also want yep. Uh, you want both teams to kind of do well in a way, which is weird. Yeah, you want him to catch a fifty-yard pass, but you don't yeah. want him to cross the goal line. Like, well, you, you, want you might want to cross if you need yeah, the points. Yeah, you want him to cross the goal line, but you don't want him to score at least until your favorite team is up by like three <laughs> touchdowns. Then he can have another. But hopefully, you're not going to get your, your team's quarterback. Uh, you yeah. know, in that. Way. Yes, that's another conundrum you have. <laughs> Your favorite quarterback, who's on your fantasy football team, playing against like your you know favorite team and your favorite quarterback, like you you end up hating the whole situation. So, Andy, have you? I I don't even know what we're talking about. I know, and I'm trying to figure out. I I, you know I've heard of it, of course, but you know I'm. it sounds like you pick a favorite player and then you have a favorite team. Is there money well, involved? So let, let me let me explain fancy, let me explain fancy football for those out there who don't know what yeah. it is. Uh so so uh an NFL or yeah, a team in the NFL is made up of a, a bunch of players in a bunch of different positions, right? You have yeah. a quarterback, you have a wide receiver, running mm-hmm. back, yada yada, right? Um when you build a fantasy team, you're actually mm-hmm. trying to take players from all parts of the NFL and put them on one team. Okay. So you want all the best players from yeah. all the teams on your team. Mm-hmm. Now you're competing with other people who are drawing from the same pool. So mm-hmm. you can't make the same team as someone else, right? So you can only pick players who are available. So mm-hmm. you just try to make the best. And then when they play a game, whenever they play a game, the the how well that player does adds points to your team. To your team that you've created. Yes. How right. do you decide who gets to pick which player? Well, how do you decide who goes the, first? Like, what's your draft? There's a few line? different methods. Um, <laughs> uh, there's two com- most common ones I know of. You have round robin, where you just you uh, randomize a draft order. Yeah, without getting into it, you get a draft mm-hmm. order, mm-hmm. and then you you know first pick, second pick, third pick for all the way, and then back up. The other one is to have um, a budget, and then you buy players called fab uh, and. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, and the so a player comes up and it's kind of like an auction. Everybody bids on that player, and whoever bids the most gets that player. Why? Why are you rolling your head? Why? You see that? You saw? You, yeah, I was. Oh my lord! They you buying asked? people. They I buy did. People. They buying people. They people on auction. Lord help. <laughs> okay. 100%. All right. Not feeling it. Not feeling it. I, no, I probably not yeah. to get involved with it, but just to know more about it. Yeah, that's okay. All right. Yeah. So, so your, so your crowning glory would be to have this great team 
of these great players who've done really well. So is the, does this happen like um, every football season? Like, okay, we're getting the fantasy football league together, and then when football is over, it's over, and then you come back the next year. So the person who had the – I mean, do you guys usually play together or like you can – do fantasy football like with this group and then next year I'm going to do it with this group of people or how, how does it, how does it go? Multiple groups at once. Multiple yeah. groups at once. So, you know, so, oh my. And you could pick multiple different teams depending on what league you sign up with. Oh, okay. All Which right. is another thing that can burn you because you can go, oh, I have this team and that you've selected in one draft, but your other team is wildly different and you can have conflicting teams where a player that you have in one team is having a, a, a game against another player on your other team <laughs> where you'll have people that are like, oh, man, all of my teams lost today. And you're like, what does that mean? If you were like, <laughs> it basically means that they picked all the players they picked on each team probably, you know, had bad games or they picked the wrong players up for that week to have okay. a game, you know. So like Amici's example of New Orleans, yeah, back in the day when they were trash, if you played against New Orleans defense, you would put up like you knew New Orleans was going to lose, and that was a defense you were facing on the other guy's team, or that you knew that was their team. You knew that you're you want to put as many players that are going to score points to outscore the let's say Amici's team. Okay. Who has, you know, maybe bad players on this team that don't score as many. Now the 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 excessiveness about this is each of these players are real players that are going to the NFL and going to play a real game. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's, it's, it's almost like a more, more into more real version of like playing a video game is you pick a team and you essentially betting, right. Betting if you're going to win over the whole league. Um, but if the player gets hurt, you know, you are impacted by it like the real team was, right? So, like, you no longer could use that player on your roster. You have to either pick another player up from free agency, you have to trade with another team for a player, or you have to use whoever's on your bench who may not be as good as a guy that got hurt. Um, so if you, like, if all your star players get hurt like they mm-hmm. did in real life, it happened to me, mm-hmm. um, you probably end up losing the rest of your games if nobody's going to trade you. Okay. That just makes me think of. Oh, go ahead, sir. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go, go. We cut to a hospital. <laughs> we cut to a hospital room. Okay, John. Wow, that was a terrible, terrible injury that you sustained, but we're so glad you're here at the hospital. We're going to take care of you. We're going to make everything better. Uh, I just came in to let you know that uh, one of your owners is outside. Um, he didn't look like the owner from. <laughs> from the um from the falcons i think i know what that guy looks like this is just some guy in a um arby's uniform he's outside and he says he's an owner he wants to he wants to talk to you you guys got a a guy wearing an rb shirt we don't we don't yeah we don't got him he just came up to the hospital he said he's been pushing his way past security he says he's an owner he says he's he's the owner of a team you're on, and he just wants to talk to you because he heard you're injured, and he, he wants to get in and talk to you. Where's the room? Where's well, the room? That, I'm that an owner. Like, that sounds like him out there. I can get him. I, I, he he must be one of my fans. I, yeah. Okay, that's you fine. Are you okay? Is this the room? Is this the room? Uh, oh, John. sorry. Hold on. Okay. I've been looking all over for you. Okay. Hey. Sorry. 
Sorry. I'm, not, I'm unable to give you an autograph today as you, you saw my hand got crushed. I want an autograph. I want an apology. You want John, apology. you're going to sink my season. I was second pick in the draft, and I picked you. I picked you. That's a that's a big – I pulled some favors to get that pick, John. All right? I'll base my whole team around you killing it this season. And you go and tear your ACL? What? John, I, I, look, I just want an apology and a promise that you'll do better next time, and I'll think about how I feel. That's the main reason I came up here. Well, um, I'm a real person. And that that ACL that you're talking about, I still feel that pain. I don't give a damn about your team, all right? I want to get healed. I want to get back on the field because that's what I do, you know? I spent 35 bucks on you. Do you know what that means to a guy like me, to a person in my life? I don't know what that's that huge. means. It's huge. It's huge. I thought you were out there to to do something for the fans. I thought you were out there to grab the ball, run down the field. Good points. What are you doing? Do you even care anymore, man? You know, let a little injury take you down? I can't walk. What do you want me to go out there with my leg dangling down? You want you want that? You want me to go? You think that I'm going to be uh, a better player if I go out and do that, man? Look, this fantasy football shit has gotten – I'm up to here with this, all right? I'm up to here. No one comes to Arby's and say, hey, man, I picked you on my Arby's team. You need to get them fries a little hotter. I'm losing my game. You well, some, like you. If someone did – Someone did come to Arby's and said I was on their team. I would do right by them. Nobody's nope. going to do that. <laughs> oh, really? We 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 cut to Arby's <laughs> the drive the drive through. Hey, uh, yeah. Antoine. Uh, yeah. Uh, or were you the uh, roast beef sandwich? No. <laughs> I wanted your owners. What? Yeah, the fantasy Arby's league. I uh, I heard about that, but I didn't think that was a real thing. You you uh, you picked me. I made you the number one pick, and you're letting me down this week. What 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 did I do? You're not, I'm not always out. You're not getting me always out fast enough, man. It's taking five minutes to to, just to make some fries. What's going on? Hey, look, we're just getting a little backed up back here. You know, I'm tired of hearing these excuses. Can, can you just pick it up and, and, and do better? Well, hold on. Hold on. Yo, I'm working at Arby's trying to make a living for my family, okay? I'm a real person. I can't just hurry up some fries for you. I might injure myself. This is serious business in here, man. I, I know it's serious. it's serious business for me, too. I I, I bet $35 uh, on this league to, to, to sign you. I paid $35 to sign you. You that's made dollars to sign. Yeah. That's a lot of money where, where I work. Where do you work? <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> but I do this because I love it. You know, I, I have to be involved. So wait a second. What's your name? Amici. Amici. Ah, you're on my McDonald's league. I picked oh, you yeah. on my McDonald's team, Amici. You've been slacking this whole season. Don't come up to me with this shit. I'm gonna come check on you. That's why I'm slacking. And scene. 
That's a straight up fantasy. Yeah, but there's a lot of stories with guys like um, mm-hmm. get approached in public, and then and the fans like come up to them and you know and trash them because they lost a fantasy football league to their cousins, right? <laughs> you know, um, one of my buddies was telling me that he used to get uh, he got injured, he played for the Jaguars. He said he used to get like messages from people and people would say something to him on the call. Not checking on if he was okay, but like, hey man, you think you get back in there, man? You know, I trying to figure out when I'm gonna uh if I gotta let you go on my fantasy team. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> my elbow is broken. <laughs> oh no, man, I'm sure I trade you'll let you go, man. That's it, you know. And I'm like, you dude is dealing with real problems. And somebody comes up to them and it's like, dude, man, what is wrong? What's the season going for, man? I, I lost by 50 points last week because of you. You know, that's like a it's like a million people could come up to one person and say that at the end, too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, one bad week. <laughs> Half the nation's mad at you. <laughs> We're doing something that they can't do themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. That's at all. the insane part. Yes. Right, you know, them, it, uh, what they call them couch coaches or armchair coaches. Oh, and you, yeah, and the other be, players have no control over how the game goes either. So, right. like, uh, hey, I need, I need to throw the ball my way. I, my, my, you know, my owners need some, some points, so give me, give me the ball. You know, they, mm-hmm. they can't do that. <laughs> exactly. Um, they might yeah. even need to throw the ball that game because the run game is so strong. Yeah. It's like, we still won. Like, that's, that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. They're trying to win a game. It's almost been a complete different game. It's like, yeah. Yes. yes. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's too far. I mean, just go to a game, enjoy it, and go home. I don't get it. I don't know why you no, got to be it, that involved. It, 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 life isn't, like, it's not, for some people, it's almost like the gladiator days, man. Like, I remember I was mm. in a barbershop. I was in a barbershop. Now, mind you. Ex, ex-athlete, you know, um, I've watched guys that I've, you know, go to the next level. Um, and, you know, there's very, like, the, the, the difference it takes for a person to get to, like, a, that high level, man. It takes a lot of training, skill, sacrifice, yeah. you know, injuries, right? Stuff that most people don't ever do. Like, I'm sure, like, our, like my college experience was, like, unheard of, probably outside of the ROTC, like the athletes just have a crazy experience in college from workouts, time you wake up, getting yelled at. Mm -hmm. And I remember being in a barbershop, this dude was cussing out this NBA player and calling him so trash. Oh, this dude is, he's so garbage. He the worst. I I know 10 dudes right now that could be him. I'm like, this dude is in the NBA with a jersey on, on the bench. Right. That means the team feels like he's valuable to them mm-hmm. enough to keep him and pay him. Mm-hmm. He is probably better than 99.9% of everybody <laughs> else in the, in the world, let alone some dude whose career is just cutting hair. That's the only thing he's done for the last 15, but, 20 years. And it's not that, you know, I can do better than him, but I know 10 other people. Who can do better than him? I mean, you mm-hmm. still out of the game. You still you you even <laughs> further back, yeah. right? You not even you you don't have a yeah. stake in this thing. All yeah. you're doing is just like talking crap. Now, now if they have a league for talking crap, 
about athletes. A fantasy league for a talking fantasy. Crap? Oh. <laughs> Somebody needs to start that. I'm talking about a real league and then a fantasy league. Because, I mean, you know, everybody. And then a fantasy talk. Yes, they have a real trash talking league and then a fantasy league. But, man, I, yeah, what do you, yeah, what do you say about some? <laughs> I hate it. He well, can't. People made a clear from it. Like Skip Bayless, for example. He's I don't think he's ever played sports. If he did, there was it's not the sport that he probably spends most of his time talking shit about, right? Mm -hmm. And Jalen Rose called him out one day when he was talking crazy about LeBron. He's a big LeBron hater. Made millions of dollars talking shit about athletes who spend all their life doing what they do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, and Jalen was like, Man, I did some research on you. You played basketball back in the day, but you only averaged two points a game. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I'm talking about like, you know, like just crushed him, right? It went viral. Jalen got to walk out with his dignity. But Skip Bayless <laughs> still got paid to come back and pick up talking shit about another player, right? He's like, oh, I'm not going to talk about this guy. Well, let's talk about football now. I can talk about this guy. <laughs> and that's all he gets doing. He gets paid. Like him and Stephen A. Smith would literally get paid to talk shit to each other. It would be better if it was like, like you said, two ex-athletes, mm -hmm. like Larry Bird and Michael yeah. Jordan comment, right. like, talking shit back to each other. That would be great because you're like, I would actually want to see these guys go at it. Not <laughs> Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless. But what is it about us and critics, right? Because that's basically what it is. What is it about our society, our world that values a critic? Because they're movie critics, they're theater critics, and they are almost as famous as the people who do the thing that they critique, right? So, what is it about about that that um, you know allows us to make a, a space for those people in our society, and then you know revere them in some way? Is it that they're saying what we don't want to say? Is it that they are seeing it uh, from a point of view that we can't see it, and when we you know, listen to them. We're like, oh, yeah, that's pretty clever. How'd you come up with that? What is it about that? That we like, so, are we just like haters? Do we just like haters? I think we just like haters. So, so my <laughs> my theory, I've done zero research, right? But oh, okay. I think that <laughs> I think that in the beginning, in the beginning, that's a weird way to start. But I think early on, the critics were just appointed by the industry to give some credibility to whatever they're pushing out, right? And this dude said it was good, and we like him, right? We don't, you don't know him, but trust us, he's he knows it. Um, so on one hand, because like I remember yeah, like, like yeah. Roger this, and Ebert or whatever, right? I never this is worth seeing. This isn't worth seeing. Basically, was yeah, 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 yeah. which is. The initial question that a lot of people have: What yeah. should I go see? This guy yeah. says, "Go see this one." <laughs> but then on the other side, we do. I think we still do like when people can roast something. Affect. I mean, of course we like it. That's what a, yeah. that's what a diss record is, right? That's right. Sort of roast. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> we just is love it, when someone can insult some something to like a artistic degree. Okay. <laughs> yes. True. If you got talent in insulting people, yes. Um, I don't know why. Why do you think that is? You why think we like we, we we like seeing people squirm and and, and there's drama in that. There's drama in that, right? When there's like a passionate like destruction of something, you know, with, with your words. 
there's drama in that. We, we like drama. Like people, people like drama. It's drama. It's destruction. It's chaos. Someone mm -hmm. is saying something that someone else isn't gonna like. I want to see what happens. Well, see what oh happens. man, <laughs> they're really not going to like that. What's going to happen next? Yes, that's on a personal level. On the on the on the critique level, mm -hmm. um, now that we have placed things like Reddit, and you have real time reviews of people who've actually watched it, we saw critics' value get way, 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 way less because it's like. Who needs this one dude's opinion on this 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 thing where I can have thirty thousand people give it a thumbs up and maybe only five people like those critics look like haters now, right? <laughs> because it's like obviously people don't like everything, but if your job is to uh, find the holes in something, um, well, people don't really like that either, right? We we like the conflict and the drama, but we don't like haters. That's the that's the thing that always got me. It's like, what is considered hate? Like, is a diss record hate? Is um, I'm, I've seen uh, what was that? What was that uh, blog? They talk crap about Dave Chappelle's um, last special, Six of Stones. Oh, this was the most terrible thing and offensive. He wins an Emmy. <laughs> it's one of the biggest specials Netflix ever had, right? Like. Does that make it hating if they prove you wrong? You know, like, so I think we need to flesh out the hating rules a little bit more. <laughs> there needs to be guidelines because anybody can call you a hater, right? If you disagree, right. factually disagree, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, that dude's just a hater. You know, even though he can prove to you that your shit is not right, right? Um, but I just think that the, we're, we're temperamental, man. Yeah. I just think we're temperamental when we like conflict, but it's more of an advantageous kind of thing. We cut to a, a group of, of critics uh, meeting. So uh, look, here's the, here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. The age of criticism is dying. We all feel Ooh. it, right? We got to stay out there. We got to stay relevant. We got Reddit out there. We got Rotten Tomatoes. Like We, we got a lot of things we got to compete with. And the thing that's really killing us right now mm -hmm. is being called haters. Yeah. People yeah. can can factually check <laughs> if we're wrong about something we did we we harshly critiqued so so here's here's what i think we gotta do all right uh i just need you guys to screen for me the next thing you're about to review and and how you feel about it, all right we just need to make sure you're not going to review something that people can easily say that you're a hater on sound good make sense uh, okay um uh, yeah, Michi, it, yeah, what you got? It, it, it kind of makes sense, but you know, we kind of hate everything. We're Let critics. Me, simple people like everything. You know, we're we're educated. Uh -huh. Yeah, we're refined. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that. We're we're complex people. Complex <clears throat> people don't like things. That's that's yeah. what makes us complex. Yeah, mm -hmm. and you know, complex. I'm a little I'm a little different. You know, I was the uh, neighborhood hater, so. All my life, they told me that this was probably the only job I was going to be able to get. So I don't see offense in the being called a hater. I think we should actually maybe even change our website to maybe haterscentral.com to compete with Rotten Tomatoes. You know, we, we should take advantage of our of our disadvantage. That's but, lean into the hate. 
Like John, no, no one likes you. We want people to like our site. Why did they call you a hater? Why were you the neighborhood hater? What, what did you do? You know, I, I had a carried around a notebook, and if somebody ever said something to me, I would write it down. And if it, and if they retracted it in any way, I would bring it back up, and uh, you know, make them look bad. Oh, uh, that's the worst. When people would that's talk about worst. how many people they would have sex with, I would go and hire a private investigator to follow up to make sure that they did it, just so we know that. Ain't nobody lying on anybody else's, you know, sex game in the neighborhood that could throw off the balance, you know, of, of the neighborhood. If, if one person's having all the sex and no one ain't. So, you know, I, I just I think I think you need haters to balance out the world. You're you know? a factual hater. You're a hater who only brings up facts to disparage <laughs> others. That's yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I've taken a couple stats classes. I've taken some. <laughs> chemistry classes i've taken some history classes I, i've i have built a toolbox for hate you know that explains so, your movie reviews why they're so full of stats <laughs> numbers absolutely anytime yeah. an actor is playing someone who's not their age you call them out immediately <laughs> it's just unbelievable like it's hard it's already that i have to know go in knowing that you're playing somebody else but if you're not even the same age or the same skin complexion, how am I going to sit through the whole movie? You know what I mean? I know. Yeah, it's it's amazing that we all are able to sit in this boardroom together with as much hate as I have uh, for John. Because um, when I told everyone my net worth last year, he went uh, and I don't know how he got my IRS records and uh, pulled up all of my returns for the past 10 years. And, and made that public to everyone so that now, you know, I've, I'm really only uh, worth negative um, 50,000 right now. Well, so well I, I would say, why did you lie? You know, if you want people to like you, you, they should like you for who you are, not who you want people to think you are, which is why I think, you know, God bless me with this unbelievable talent to hate. Um, been because hated of, since, I was a, since I was a baby, you know, my... We, my we cut to John on a first date. <laughs> so, yeah, then, um, you know, I majored in liberal arts in college. And... No, you didn't. What? No, you didn't. You can go ahead, but no, you didn't. I just want to make sure you know that. What, know what do you mean? mean? I didn't. I totally majored in liberal arts in college. You totally majored? I totally majored. You actually started off as an econ major. And it got too difficult for you. You flunked out. You had a meeting with Mr. Smith, the professor. He encouraged you to go to liberal arts. But you didn't finish that degree either. You you just took all the requirements. He told your family that you degree, you, you got a degree, but you didn't. Um, but that's okay. That's okay. How do you know all that? That is super creepy, man. Let's just say that uh, me and Mr. Smith go way back. I used to hate on him back in the day. You said hate on him? Mm-hmm. What you, look, I just, I was kind of drunk when I swiped on your profile. I don't really remember what it you said in there. I do remember the word hate being in there a bunch now. Mm-hmm. Are, are, are you a, a professional hater? Here's my car. Absolutely. <laughs> I work I work for HaterCentral.com. It's a new website uh, pioneered by 
couple of other haters that I met and um, think about doing big stuff, big stuff. Like what? Uh, we want to uh, balance the universe uh, by making sure there's enough hate in the world as much as love, because too much love uh, turns into hate because people don't have anything to love anymore. You know, I need, you know, need some need some resistance. Um, and on top of that, you know, there's there's also a bunch of liars out there that want to make people believe um, something that's not true, like you being drunk swiping on me. Um, I know that also did not happen. Uh, How would you possibly know that? So when you were <laughs> logging in the logging in the Tinder, I hacked your. Uh, <laughs> hacked your uh, Wi-Fi and I was able to look at your webcam and see your face instead of swiping. I like to see you the person. You haven't even met yet. How would you listen, even? Listen, I like to know what I am getting into. I don't want to swipe. I want to see the person as they're swiping. That's the natural look of their face, right? I don't. You know, you could you could Photoshop a lot of stuff, but not hate. You can't Photoshop hate. And this is this mindset is his platform as he's running for president uh, <laughs> to bring balance. So I we know that to, we, we cut to one of his speeches. Mm -hmm. So I know what everybody's thinking out there. You know, you're trying to figure out why, why me? Hmm. Why me? Why is there a new party called the haters party? And why am I showing up at every town and giving these speeches on this box right here? It's because of one thing matters. And that's how we exist moving forward, everybody. I mean, look at evolution. Nature is one of the biggest haters on earth. Don't believe me? Ask somebody. Ask somebody who's sad. Ask somebody who got hit by lightning. Ask somebody who got pregnant and didn't want to have it. Hey, nature itself was the inception of hate. And without it, without it, people, without Americans, we might be going into the worst thing we've ever seen. Which Just is a, complete love? idiocracy. Oh. No, idiocracy, oh. not love. Oh. There's no such thing as just love, right? Just like there's no such thing as hate. We are hating as a practice, I am trying to get you guys to change your behavior, right? Feel comfortable hating on everybody. You ain't got to hug everybody. You ain't got to smile at everybody. Everybody don't need to see no smile. We need to see who people really are. And 50% of us factually are haters. Vote for hating party. And seen. <laughs> he runs on the hating party. All right. <laughs> Running on hate. Are you you say you couldn't the hater party wouldn't win? I mean, I don't know. Maybe, mm. maybe if you had a guy, if you had a guy who was relentless as Donald Trump and captured everybody's attention to the point where like you made like you wanted to see the next step, what he would say or do, I could see that guy going all the way to the like. To if, the Biden. <laughs> if that guy was an effective artistic hater, like he said some funny stuff. Like man, I don't agree with him, but that dude's funny. Like that's well, one thing. <laughs> Donald Donald Trump like hates a lot, man. Like most stuff he does, he just hates. 
And he's not artistic about it. I think he's just blunt. So it Simple. comes off very funny because of this the sure tension that politics has, man. I mean, he runs circles around those. <laughs> like seeing like uh what's the guy named Bloomberg? Seeing Bloomberg try to go toe-to-toe back, you know, with insults to me was hilarious. Cause you know, like Bloomberg is so rich that people don't ever go back toe-to-toe with him. He probably just says stuff and people just like, okay, you know, because he can fire him. But having someone else go, man, you know, talk shit about his height, you know, belittle him on national, matter of fact, global television, right? Mm. It made people kind of look at Michael Bloomberg a little bit different, right? And it exposed some of the BS that he he does, you know, behind the scenes because he's so wealthy, he can control it. So we needed we needed some hating. Mm-hmm. He, needed a, he needed a hater to go in there and, and blow that shit up, you know? After some haters, we just need some people who <laughs> down to kick people's ass. That's the truth. You know, that's 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 how you stop some of all of that hate. Some or all? How do you stop some of that hating? You ain't some gonna of that stop. hating. You ain't gonna nah. stop all of it. You just need somebody to just hating is, hating, it. hating is natural, man. It's a part of nature. Mm-hmm. But it could be quiet. You don't have to say it. You quiet hate. We don't have to know about your hate. I don't know. Yeah, hate is hate always has to say something. Like love can be quiet. You know, we have all of these words about how you um, you know, you love someone by action, by doing, you don't ever have to say the word, but hate got to have a language. Hate got to have words. You can't just you never heard anybody just like, I hate him, you know, like they just gotta it's, it it has to erupt, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't it doesn't just sit quietly. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I guess because it's Maybe it's the precursor to a fight, you know, to a battle or whatever. I don't know. But. We we cut to two friends having a conversation uh, after a basketball game. Uh, hey, Michi. Hey. I know you're getting ready to leave, man. You have a few minutes. I'm going to chat with you. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, Save um, a few minutes. Thanks, man. Good game out there, man. You was hitting all those shots. Um Never seen you do that before, but it was awesome. Um, you know, I never really cared too much for you. I know, I, I know that our games, when we play on the court together, yeah, we, we make magic happen. We do. I mean, we're always happy and smiling. I, I thought we were friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think you mistake that happiness for me, enjoying beating the opponents. But when you score, dude. I'm pissed. <laughs> you get mad when I score. I score yeah, most man. of our points. Um, yeah. You're mad every time I score. Absolutely. If you look at one of the replays of the games, when I pass you the ball for the wide open three, I threw my mouthpiece because it was the right thing to do. But I hate seeing you shoot the ball, man. I thought you were celebrating me scoring. Like You were so <laughs> excited that, you know, it slipped out of your hand or something. You were, you were mad? Yeah, yeah, I was mad, man. You know, I had have, I have to practice how I perform my hatred because I don't want to get kicked off the team. You know, coach is going to be like, hey, what's going on? What's, where's, your, where's your team spirit, you know? Um, but it's all acting, man. I, I really can't stand anybody on this team. You know, I, I you notice I never go in the locker rooms. Don't like looking at y'all. Okay, uh, can I ask you a question? Um, yeah, yeah. You- Talk a lot of trash on the court as well. Are you talking about the other team or are you talking about us? Because I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure anymore. 
You talking about your teammates? It's a little bit of both. A little bit of both. I got to do both, right? You know, I'm, I'm glad you asked, man. Um, you're really perceptive. Uh, man, yeah, I, I, you know, sometimes I like to talk shit at my team just because um, I think I'm better than them. Um, but at the same time, I don't want the other team to know that there's a problem on our team. So I talk shit with them, too. But really, I really don't like y'all, man. I really just wish I could play the ball. Just play ball with just me and the coach, man. You just one huddle, just me. You know, um, pass the John, ball to myself. John, you can't play five on five basketball by yourself. You, you need a team. You want to play probably a different sport if you want to play by yourself. This is a team sport. You got to play with other people. That's what I expected you to say, you know. But I, I think I can. You know, I've already submitted my request to coach and see if I can play one on five next week against St. Mary's. You know, even though they're number one in the league, I figured they're really good. Best. You can't play one on five against the best team in the league. Look, if there's any way, any way to prove that I'm better than everybody, it will be this game. So I told him, I said, look, coach, I've been watching a lot of Space Jam. You know, I think I could do this. Space Jam? Wasn't there a team in Space Jam? No, nah, it was Mike. It was just Michael, man. Those those guys didn't help Michael Jordan on the court, man. You know, they they he had to lie to him about what kind of water they was drinking just to get them to go out and act like they had some skills, man. That's how I feel when I step on the court. I know you score all the points, but I'm the one that feel like Michael Jordan. Man. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I mean, good luck, man. I hope you know. Um, I hope you win. I don't see how it could happen, but we, we got to we got the John talking to the coach uh, the day before the game. John, I uh, I want to call into my office for a few things. Um, I know I've got this big game coming up, mm-hmm. and same uh, Mary's. Let's go, same Mary's. Let's go. That's right. Yeah. Go Hornets. Um, yeah. I wanted to first. I want to say. Did you really think that Looney Tunes didn't help Michael Jordan in Space Jam? Like, I really want to get that settled first off, because I'm pretty sure they played a pretty big role in stopping the Monstars. Oh, yeah? I watched the movie just the other day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, they, they, Michael Jordan did some stuff, but also Looney Tunes were doing some things. I, I counted the amount of points that Looney Tunes scored. It was like seven points out of the <laughs> all the points that Michael had to score. I mean, come on. Okay, all right, but Michael, uh, Michael Jordan had seven monsters grabbing his legs. None of the Looney Tunes helped, and all of them I've seen walk on air. You know, Coyote. Mm-hmm. He he could have he could have passed the ball to Coyote. Coyote could have walked to the court. Road runners faster than everybody. Didn't see him help out. Road I'm just saying, down. Coach. That's how I feel on this team, man. I think I do everything. Sometimes I even call some of the plays better than you, man. Sometimes really? I'm yeah. Sometimes I'm like, what, what's going on, with Coach? Man, Coach. Well, first, I think you probably spent too much time watching Space Jam and not enough time <laughs> read the playbook because John, you're if I may be blunt, you're awful out there. You're one of the worst players on the team. You're mm. this close from being on the bench all the time. The fact that the reason, if I, I'll be, I'll be honest, the reason I'm letting you go out there and do this thing with St. Mary's is so the rest of the team can rest because uh, we're not ready for them. I don't want anybody getting hurt. Yeah, I consider you expendable. So yeah, they, sounds like they scared, Coach. You ain't gotta save it. You ain't gotta save it. I know they scared. Just like, just like Michael Jordan, 
was playing for his freedom against the monsters and the Looney Tunes was scared. I get it. I'm, I'm going to shave my head for this game, coach, just to prove to y'all. I got my special juice water with my water bottle with my label on it. What's the Uni- special? What, what is it? Um, I mean, I think it's just water with a label that says special juice right. on it, like, like Space Jam. None, needless to say, when I see the label, I tap into that Michael Jordan gene, and I'm ready to go, Coach. We cut to uh, John with his mother in the station wagon driving home after the game. You done cut your hair, drinking special juice. You don't even know when somebody's hating on you. I heard what the coach said. The man just he just broke you down, hated all on you, told you you were the worst person on the team. He just put you out there so everybody can rest. Mm. I failed as a mother. Mm-hmm. You even pick out hate. Ooh. No, mom, I think you got it all wrong. <laughs> it wasn't hate. It was it was a blessing. What? I'm gonna go out there and show the whole world how amazing I am. You know, I've already been practicing garden five people, man. I went to the horse, the, <laughs> the horse stable out back. Oh, Tied tie basketballs and all five horses no, and had to uh-uh, try to keep uh-uh. them in the keep them in the barn as much as I could, man. Only one of them got out, man. That's that's a good start. John, look, when we get home, you go in that room and you bring me that Space Jam DVD. You've been watching too much Space Jam. You're not touching my Space Jam, mom. I'm taking that Space Jam DVD, thinking you can play with just just you and you. You hating on me, mama? Why you hating? Do you believe what coach believes? Huh? You believe that I'm not I'm not one of the greatest basketball players in space? Huh? Do you believe that? Good. Are you we, ma- we making some progress? You can you notice that my you you notice my hate, huh? Yeah. It's good. Good. I feel That's the hate. Right. You my mama, man. I'm just right. saying. Good. Okay. Well, I was just worried. I thought maybe you couldn't recognize hate no more. When when no, they get home, when they get home, uh the mom runs into the house. And John's run behind her. She runs him to the bedroom, grabs the DVD, turns around, and John's the <laughs> gardener. Of course, you got the room to throw it away. <laughs> she has to get around him. Where you going, mama? Where you going? Where you going? Stop. 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 You got that. You got that weak guard game, just like you did in the in the game out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Score no points. Let me see oh, you get to the trash can. Let me see how quick you get to I'm this going. trash can, huh? Ooh. Oh. Got it. And see. <laughs> Mama dunked on the side. <laughs> what, what would you say? Well, I wouldn't say this. So live, living in Cincinnati, this is how I started. Living in Cincinnati, a lot of my friends who were born in local in Cincinnati would say that Cincinnati was one of the most hatingest cities in the country. Um, and their reasoning was because if you are coming out of Cincinnati and you have something, um, Cincinnati is notorious for not supporting people out of Cincinnati, right? Even if you blow up and come back, they're still like, nah, you know, you left for us, fuck you, you know? Um, my question to y'all is, what is the most hatingest city y'all have been to? Or a place, place. How about place? Because city's kind of, but place. Have you ever, have you guys ever been to a place where you're like, man, it's a lot of hating up in here? 
Huh. What was the hate strong? <laughs> I think because you know, I I feel like I have that typical like, oh yeah, everybody was really nice. You know, the city was so friendly. I remember, <laughs> I remember going to uh, Canada and meeting a dude who was very Canadian but very friendly. Like that Canadian stereotype was he like fit the bill. It's like mm-hmm. this was exceptionally friendly Canadian dude. So yeah. Uh, the opposite is is a little trigger for me, guys. Let me let me think. Hey. I don't know. Just well, the thing that comes to mind, um, not so much the city. Well, maybe like not just general hate, but like Houston hates Dallas. Like I think about you know something like that. You have a thing against another city. Um, Let's see. I, I have noticed that here, like the hate is more territory based. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, why? Why don't you like Dallas? Why do your Dallas hate? Just to just accept it, the culture. I think they. Hate. I think they think. I think that um, you know they they sailed on the hype of the show Dallas, and um, yeah, and I think that they feel that they're you know bigger. And better and glossier and more glamorous, like they are the 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 most glamorous city in Houston, and I'm, I'm sorry in Texas. And you, you go there, and you like you some country bumpkins, <laughs> you some really big buildings, right? Huh? Don't 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 get me wrong. You know you got got some really really big shiny buildings, but you know this is still it's a, it's bumpkin town. Is your flavor is off? Yeah, your flavor is off. You don't have no flavor. There's not. You know, it's it's not a lot of mix. I my impression, not a lot of mix of cultures and and all the things that I think Houston has. Like Houston has like a solid flavor. Like you like, oh yeah, that that's a cool dude. Like if you went to high school with Houston, you'd be like, I want to be Houston's friend. If you went to high school with Dallas, <laughs> you'd be like, man, I can't stand that dude. You know, always saying something. Always so it's, like, it's not oh. necessarily that. You, it's not that you have paid for Dallas. They it's wear their like name Dallas. on their buckle. They wear their name buckles. Yeah, it's more like <laughs> Dallas thinks it's better than it actually is. is that yeah, the, that's the impression. You yeah. want them to recognize they're not that good. That's that's straight hate. That's how you, you level the fields. Like, you're not that great. You know, you're very close to Oklahoma. That, you should be quiet. You should, there's nothing great you can say. There's nothing. There's nothing good happening here. Stop it. I oh, Dallas. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, this that's that's just talk. I don't I can't say that about no. Yeah, for real, I can't, but I can, but I you know <laughs> I, I, there's no empirical evidence to support, you know, this just do what I'm doing now is just simple hate, just hating for hate's sake. Hate. Yeah, mm-hmm. so there's hating simple hate. hate, there's simple hate, mm-hmm. there's empirical and factual hate. Yeah. And are there any other hates? They're ter- mm-hmm. Territorial hate could be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a buffet of hatred. Buffet. I'm, I'm gonna throw this out there just because <laughs> I don't know why. Amici, you lived in Alabama for a while, right? Mm-hmm. Would you consider Alabama a friendly, a friendly place? Mm-hmm. Um, Birmingham. 
Birmingham. Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah, when I was there. I, I know it's history. I know there's a lot of hate. <laughs> I know it's history. Um, but yeah, I mean, when I was there, um, people were friendly. Like, random people were coming up to you and talking to you all, all the time. It, it, it seemed very. Uh, uh, like a friendly on the surface sort of um, place. Maybe under the surface there's stuff going on, uh, but on the surface uh, it seemed like it was like, uh, like you know, a lot of nice people. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know what they were doing when I wasn't with, with these people. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I have some great <laughs> friends there who I, who I still go see um, and, you know, who I love very much. Um, but... But yeah, at the same time, it's like, um, yeah, maybe there's a lot more hidden stuff happening. And like so, you know, sometimes I just don't see, you know? As a dark underbelly. Is yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, it just, nice. when it just continue to hate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. we, uh, uh, no, I was going to say, I saw some politician, he was on Donkey today, where he said, um, what was the guy's name? I'm trying to look him up so I don't butcher it. But essentially, he said um, that it's like black people are more than welcome to come anywhere as long as they're more than welcome to go anywhere in the South as long as they're conservative. That was Lindsey Graham. That was in uh, South Carolina? Yeah. Yeah, Lindsey Graham. Lindsay Graham. Yeah, that was Lindsey Graham as long as you're conservative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's called um, dog whistle hate. <laughs> Get people to hate witches. It's lonely being a solitary hater. Got to have a. <laughs> we yeah. we cut to uh, we cut to uh, Tandy eating at an Arby's. Hey, uh, hey, Tandy. Yeah. I read your column about Dallas. Yeah. Right up. Yeah. Yeah. Great stuff. I want to recruit you to the league. Leak critics. I'm sorry. You want to recruit me mm-hmm. to the League of Critics? We have a whole League of Critics in the underbelly of this city. We compete to see who can roast whatever medium, whatever object, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, the best. <laughs> All right. And I think you got what it takes. All right. Well, I think you're right. Well, how much am I worth, though? I mean, I've got to have some kind of value. You yeah, we got to throw you up on the auction block just to see. We won't know. You know, people do their research, and then when you come up, they'll bid. How this, do you feel about that? This this seems to go against everything I believe in. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know. Not too much else going on. I, I think I, I I'll try it out. Hey, if you don't like it, you can write a column about it. Am I right? You know I will. You know I will. Yeah. We cut the the Tandy in like a a, a dingy underground bar uh, where they do the drafting, uh, getting a drink. Excuse me. Oh, yeah. Um. I just came over to let you know that you got some toilet paper on your shoe. I know. 
<laughs> You're good. Mm-hmm. You, you going up for auction today? You got it. Mm. Don't get too excited. I'm not. I know my value. I'm not swayed by anything you may say. I put this toilet paper on my shoe on purpose. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Well, yeah, that takes I, initiative. That's right. I wanted to, I want to draw your attention to me. I want to hear the hate. I I, I want to hear the criticism. I want to hear the words. Mm-hmm. Makes me stronger. Is that why you tripped in the uh the bar when you came in? Yeah. Did that on purpose? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you just come in being all nice, smiling, surface level, people don't they don't really see you, right? They don't really know. But if you, mm-hmm. you know. You come in doing some stuff. They're like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. What's she yeah. all about? Yeah. You know, you seem like you might want to drink. Uh, bartender, give me a Heineken and um, one special juice for the lady right here. Okay. Heineken. Oh, do you want to get that? Oh, yeah, I, I can get it. Unless you want to do it. What? Well, what? Am, I ta- am I taking too long? Sometimes. Sometimes you do. I, you saw how I swooped in real quick? I, I did, yeah. That's because I'm faster. I heard the order from the other side of the bar. I was able to get here before you even responded. You're standing right here. Oh, please. My 40 time is way quicker than yours. <laughs> your, your what time? My 40-yard dash. Way quicker than yours. You're going to bring up the 40-yard bar dash? Yeah, I am. I am. Start <clears throat> off this bar and run it right now. Gentlemen, gentlemen, please, man. I'm way faster than both of you. Can you just give me the Heineken and the special juice? Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll get the special juice. You get the Heineken. All right. Heineken. All right. Oh, Here it is. Race you back there. Go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you lost. Nah, I, I haven't had special, special juice since I was on the set of Space Jam. Mm. Yep. Um. Sounds like a personal problem to me. A lot of people think that uh, MJ was really playing those monsters, but he really wasn't. It was just him. He didn't have any help. He carried the whole team. Hmm. You know, I've heard that theory floating around for a little bit. Um, I have to say um, he did have Bill Murray, they helped him. Do you not remember that? No. Ah. Bill Murray was not. Are you? What? 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 What's your role here? I mean, I mean, thank you for the drink, but what's my role? Yeah. What are you doing? I'm, I'm waiting. To, I'm waiting to go on the auction. I'm waiting for them to decide if I can be part of the league of haters. What? What? What's your deal? Oh. Well, I'm just, you know, I'm just the person that signs you up to make sure all of the details you want to be auctioned off are credible. And um, since you didn't know Bill Murray was in Space Jam, I don't believe one damn bit of what you're saying. You might not get um, um, drafted today. You know what I mean? Oh, um, yeah. I know. You're one of those empirical haters. Doing your research, getting your numbers. Okay. Absolutely. I- Absolutely. You know, yeah, I usually I, I, my hate limit is about five minutes. So just after I finish this hype, Heineken, I'm gonna head over to the next table, start up another uh, line of hating, if you know what I mean. No well, just spread the word that I just hate just for the sake of hating. My specialty is regional hate. 
I'll make have- sure. I'll make sure I tell the announcer all of these details when he calls you up. Um, just remember, don't put the toilet paper on your foot when you step up on the block, and please don't trip on the block, or you will not get drafted. Okay. And so she goes up to the block, and she contemplates, and she puts the toilet paper on her heel. God damn it. And she goes up and she trips. <laughs> <laughs> we cut to the hospital. So, your first day as a hater, you, you tripped on the stairs and toy ACL. It was terrible. It was terrible. I just wanted to get out there and hate. Um, Where is she? Where is she? Oh, there's, there's, somebody, oh, there's somebody looking for you. Yeah, someone. He said it was like your, your owner or something. Like, yeah, my like, dad? Oh. Is it my dad? It- no, he, he said that he 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 uh you know you're in his 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 uh, hate league. So oh. yeah. Oh, there, okay. there she is. Hey, I've been keeping my eye on you, scouting you out for for months. Written all your col- I read I read all your columns. I had a lot of money pegged for you, and you go and pull that stuff. Don't you even care? Don't you even care about hating? Yeah. That- that's all I do. All I do is hate. I mean, who are you? What do you mean? I was going to be a potential owner. I was going to invest in you for my fantasy hater league. <laughs> oh, and, <laughs> <laughs> and that is a can't tell us nothing show, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for checking it out. If you want to check out more of what we do, go to our social media pages. See ton improv. All those places. Mm-hmm. C-T-U-N Improv. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, ctuimprov.com, Mockingbird Network, slash CTUN Improv for audio versions of our podcast. 92KLZ every Wednesday at 7 for just a airing of our podcast. And then YouTube. You find all these videos on YouTube and Facebook. A lot of good stuff. Did I forget anything, guys? Uh, no, 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 no. Awesome! Then for John, for Michi, for Candy, for myself, Antoine, that is the Can't Tell Us Nothing show. We are out. <laughs> <laughs>